0: From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Monday, the 19th of December 2022. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through Elon Musk's Twitter poll on whether he should step down as Twitter CEO. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, I sit down with TLDR CEO Jack and discuss Musk. But first, will Musk actually step down? All the way back in January this year, Elon Musk began purchasing Twitter. By April, he commanded a 9.2% stake in the social media platform, which made him the largest shareholder. In April, he continued to purchase shares in the company, up until the 13th, when Musk made a $43 billion deal to purchase all shares. He swiftly fired top executives and appointed himself as CEO. He then went ahead with instituting huge changes, the most reported of which was the changes to the Twitter verification system and the new emphasis on free speech. Then, over this weekend, Twitter abruptly implemented a new not-particularly-free-speech policy to ban the free promotion, meaning tweeting links to, certain other social media platforms including Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, Truth Social and others. The policy was met with dismay, annoyance and backlash. People were annoyed that it appears to have been hastily introduced, poorly explained, and left people wondering whether they would face suspension for simply tweeting follow me on Mastodon using this link or I'm on Instagram with this username. In an apparent slight contradiction to the official announcement, Musk tweeted that casually sharing occasional links is fine, but no more relentless advertising of competitors for free. Anyway, ultimately the details don't even matter anymore, as less than 24 hours after the policy's introduction, it appeared to have been reversed as the tweets and blog posts announcing them had been deleted. Around this time, Elon Musk tweeted a poll with the question, should I step down as head of Twitter, adding that he will abide by the results of the poll. Twelve hours later, and 17.5 million votes later, the result is clear. 57.5% of those who voted said yes, Musk should step down as CEO, and 42.5% said no. Aside from tweeting, be careful what you wish, as you might get it, Musk has not said much about the poll at the time of writing, so we don't know exactly what he'll do. There has been some speculation that regardless of whether users voted yes or no, Musk would have stepped down as CEO in due course. After all, Musk reportedly said in November that he didn't want to be CEO forever and would find someone else to run Twitter over time. If he does do this, he would obviously still be the owner, but the day-to-day running of the business would be left to his successor as CEO. A new CEO would usher in a new, calmer, less chaotic era for the social media company, but that depends on who Musk would appoint. Okay, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world, so here's a rundown of three other stories. It's been announced today that Russian President Putin will meet with the Belarusian leader, Alexander Lukashenko, later today. There's speculation that Putin could try to persuade the Belarusians to join their war effort, increasing their current involvement in the conflict. The meeting is referred to as a working visit between the two leaders. This is the first time that Putin will be in Belarus in more than three and a half years. Ever since the 24th of February, when the invasion began, Belarus has allowed its territory to be used as a launch pad for the Russians. Belarus is yet to send any of its troops to Ukraine. If Belarus does decide to enter the war fully with the Russians, it could mean another front opening in the conflict. In anticipation, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has said that his country is ready for all possible defence scenarios against Russia and its allies. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. On Saturday, the North African country of Tunisia held elections to choose a new parliament for the first time since President Qais Saeed shut down the legislative body in July 2021. But amid a boycott of opponents of the president, just 8.8% of eligible voters took part in the election, which they decried as a fiasco. The vote was held 12 years to the day since Mohamed Bouazizi, a Tunisian street vendor who set himself on fire, a move which was the catalyst for the Tunisian revolution that brought democracy to the country and also the wider Arab Spring. But critics of Said said that he has reversed much of the democratic progress made in Tunisia since the fall of the Ben Ali regime in 2011. Since shutting down Parliament more than a year ago, Said has ruled by decree and consolidated power in the presidential office through a new constitution approved in a boycotted referendum. He says his changes are necessary to rescue Tunisia from economic and political stagnation. The main opposition coalition, the Salvation Front, called for massive protests and sit-ins, saying the low turnout showed Said had lost all legal legitimacy and should resign. A controversial plan by the UK government to deport some asylum seekers to Rwanda has been judged to be legal by the High Court. Under an agreement with Rwanda, the British government wants to deport some asylum seekers who enter the UK by crossing the English Channel by boat to the small African country where they will be able to lodge an asylum claim. However, the plan literally never took off after the first flight was cancelled after a last-minute intervention by the European Court of Human Rights. Charities, campaign groups and lawyers representing asylum seekers challenged the Rwanda plan in the UK courts, arguing that it's illegal, unworkable and inhumane and that Rwanda was not a safe destination. But today the High Court has sided with the government and said the plan is lawful and does not breach the UN's Refugee Convention or human rights laws. The court did say, however, that the cases of eight individual asylum seekers has not been properly considered and needed reconsidering. There may still be a long legal journey before deportation flights to Rwanda actually take off though. The decision is widely expected to be appealed in higher courts. We're ending the main section of the daily briefing today with an uplifting story. The US is set to ban the trade of shark fins in a move that's being hailed by conservationists. Shark finning involves cutting off shark fins and dumping the body back into the ocean, The actual practice is illegal in US waters, however a considerable amount of trading of shark fins happens in US territory. The new bill, which is expected to be signed into law by President Biden, will ban Americans from possessing, buying, selling or transporting shark fins or products containing shark fins. That's all we have time for on YouTube, but if you want to see our discussion of Elon Musk's decision to poll his Twitter followers about whether he should step down as the head of Twitter, then watch the extended ad-free edition of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Now might be the time to do it, as there's an offer which gets you a year of membership for less than $1 a month. That's huge because Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. They also get access to a ton of other exclusive ad-free TLDR content, as well as videos from all your favourite creators. The good news is, like I mentioned, our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers you some of the world's best documentaries, is offering an incredible deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $12 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR content on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad free. Click the link below to get both services for less than a dollar a month, a deal which doesn't last long, and support the channel.